This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. There was uh, a suspected bomb found on a flight from Panama. It was headed to Florida. People are pretty freaked out about that. Boy, we're really desperate to be upset about something, eh? Nobody's upset. Okay. Because it wasn't actually a bomb. It was an adult diaper. Oh, thank God. <laughs> airport security at Panama City's International Airport Friday searched an airplane bound for Tampa, Florida for a suspected bomb, but what they found was an adult diaper. <laughs> no, is it just because somebody was walking down the aisle and said, man, I dropped a bomb back there. What? What? Possibly made them think it was a bomb. Never say the word bomb in an airport, oh, yeah. whether you're referring to uh, number two in your in your depends yeah, or, or a bad movie at the box office. Right. Never oh, say it. it. It's going to be a real bomb, this movie. <laughs> Sir, that's my favorite part of Meet the Parents, where he's like in the, he's freaking out at the airport at the end. He's like, bomb, 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 bombardier. <laughs> <laughs> The head of the airport security team said a suspicious object was spotted in one of the plane's bathrooms, and it was just the diaper. The canine unit was there. Oh, yeah. I hope they apologize to those dogs, because they have a heightened sense of smell. But they uh, love it. Oh, uh, yeah, they do like getting right in there, but don't I they? know dogs. <laughs> but it's funny, because the diaper, there's the, that hatch where you can put the refuse down, like it's usually like towels, hand towels or whatever. It probably, you probably couldn't get the diaper in that little slot. Right. You know what I mean? The airplane the- garbage slot is only big enough to get the paper towels yeah, into. Yeah. And you don't want to like start a mail jamming. slot almost. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to start jamming things in there. Especially uh, depending on the contents of the adult yeah, diaper. Yeah, you totally. don't need squishing and squirting going on. <laughs> like a ketchup package that bursts, no thanks. So, and then and getting it down the toilet can be a hassle too, and you don't want to clog that thing. No. It could take the plane down, I think. <laughs> You clog the toilet. I don't know how the, the toilet actually works, but I don't think it would be a good thing to I think flush it's connected an adult to diaper the engine. down there. I think it's connected to the jets. Well, uh, no risk to the, anyone on the plane except for the one person who belonged to the adult diaper who was probably just thinking, God, I hope they don't yeah. know it's mine. I was going to say they're crapping their pants, but they probably already did that. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. We got a couple text messages here, Jim. This is from a a topic we were discussing yesterday on the show. You, as a former construction worker, uh, are very interested in how people are relieving themselves on construction sites in Ontario. I I care about porta potty regulations. And you saw that there's new rules out in BC. You were kind of wondering if this was going to make its way to this side of the country. Yeah, on job sites with more than 25 workers, they would have to have permanent, or not permanent, but like uh, more structural toilets, toilets, like not porta-potties. They have to get those mobile units or or, or built ones. Like a trailer that you bring in that has a full-flush toilet system and the sink, running water to wash your hands afterwards. Now, you lamented that you would miss the porta-potties. That is coming from a guy who no longer has to use them every day, though. True, true. But there's a nostalgia factor. Always some funny writings on the doors, you know? We got some messages from people who are currently working construction. One saying, I always love my time in the stink sauna. (laughs) Sounds lovely. The old stink sauna, boys. Mm. I'll be back in about 15.
He's got he's got cucumbers on his eyes in there. <laughs> it's like a spa retreat. <laughs> Those porta potties do get hot in the summertime. That's Absolutely. for sure. This message reads: Taz and Jim, as a woman in construction who works eleven hour days, trailer bathrooms sound amazing. You'd be surprised at what you see in porta potties. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't think we'd be surprised. We'd be repulsed. There's days that I've actually refused to use the bathroom because of the conditions. That's true. If, different when you have to touch the seat. Yeah, I well, I, it's true. But, I mean, everybody eventually does have to touch the seat. Not as much as women do, for sure. Right. Or do the full hover, which is a good thigh workout if you want to focus on the positive. Yeah. But I will say, some of the cleaner porta potties I see are on construction sites because somebody's maintaining them. There's like a, you know, an overall company that that has a contract with these things and they're getting clean. I'd say the grossest porta potties are the ones you see at Ball Diamonds and on the side of the road and or, or at concerts where there's just an unlimited amount of people. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because like the 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 construction sites. Don't get me wrong. Some of them will get nasty, especially when yeah. there's different crews rolling in who don't care, like subcontractors. But they're not necessarily the grossest pot- porta potties I've used. It's those random side of the road porta potties. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sometimes you'll just see one. Yeah, you and you're know, like, God, like, I gotta go, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. Let's pull over. There's a porta potty. Yeah, and then you open the door, and there's like seven bees in there, and it's yeah, there's a <laughs> nest. It's a good start of a horror movie, actually. <laughs> Random porta potty. <laughs> good morning, gentlemen. Those trailers are super nice. Air conditioned, heated, hot water. If you throw a bed in there, you're all set. See, and now there we go. How many guys have been caught sleeping in the tool trailer? Now you got the air conditioned <laughs> bathroom where a guy's going to be taking a nap on the crapper. That was from James. Have a good one, guys. Um, last one on the subject, Taz and Jim, the problem is with those cushy bathrooms is the dirty drywallers will be smoking in them all day. I love it. And the drywallers will blame the roofers and the roofers will blame the the plumbers. (laughs) The dirty drywallers. That is an art. I have tried to mud and sand and it is not fun. It's stressful, man. The mudding. Getting all those those uh, creases filled in, smoothed out. Is, it's the borders you got to watch out for those guys. It's stressful. They deserve a smoke in the heated bathroom. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Some uh, cities, it's really easy to jump on the team's bandwagon. I just saw this meme. We're posting it on the Taz and Jim Instagram and Facebook account. Uh, outside of Minnesota Wild Games, there's a guy, he's got his truck set up with the, uh, the back tailgate open and a sign. It says, Jersey Rental, $20. <laughs> so before a Minnesota Wild Game, if you're in Minnesota, you can rent a jersey to wear into the arena. It's kind of brilliant. It's, it, it is kind of like at first I go, that's 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 stupid. How you ever gonna make money? But I'm thinking like, you know, there's probably enough people. Yeah, if you're visiting. Yeah, yeah. Or just like honestly, I never buy jerseys. I have a Raptors jersey. I don't have a Leafs jersey. They're too expensive. They're like 150 bucks if you want to get an authentic Leafs jersey at least. If you're buying them at the game, you're paying full pop too. It's Even over a hundred dollars. It's barely cheaper online. Um, 
And I think maybe Minnesota, it could work there, but especially like Las Vegas, where there's right. a fair weather fans rolling through and they just want to be part of something for the Instagram. Exactly. I could see it kind of working. Or is this, I also think maybe is this the team trying to make it look like they have more fans in the crowd than there Again, really are? Not a bad idea. If you're a fan, because some fans of Minnesota have been complaining about this, saying, oh, these aren't true fans. They're renting jerseys. They can't even make a commitment to the team. It's like, yeah, but they're wearing the team's jersey in the stands. The team is going to look up and see yeah, yeah. all their colors in the stands. It's better than someone renting opposing team's jerseys outside the arena. Yeah, yeah. And how many people go to one game in their life and buy a jersey just because they want to fit it? Like, it, Who cares about real fans as long as you're cheering for the team? <laughs> I, uh, I may do this outside Scotiabank Arena. <laughs> Toronto Maple Leaf jersey rentals. Just how much? Oh, how much would you have to spend uh, uh, up top? Because looking in the photo, he's got thirty to forty jerseys in have, different sizes, different you names. Have all sizes, but you got to invest in all that. Maybe the maybe the business move is you get people to sh- give you their credit card, and then they go in the game, they get a really drunk, they forget they rented the jersey, walk away, you charge 200 <laughs> bucks for the jersey, right? and that's the actual business. You're hoping that they forget to return the jerseys. A hundred percent. And then you charge them 200 bucks a pop for, for each one. Big time. It's like when you lose the VHS rental. Yeah, the late fees cost you more than actually renting the thing. Yeah, yeah. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Speaking of Ozzy Osbourne here, he's got a podcast. You can listen to it wherever you get your podcasts or uh, on YouTube. That's where I've been uh, enjoying Ozzy's podcast. Ozzy has a podcast. With with his family. I know, isn't it amazing? Like the guy who is the hardest to understand, maybe on the planet, has his own audio podcast. <laughs> Maybe you should try miming. If you edit out all the Aussie noises from the podcast, it's a minute and 40 seconds long. Uh, 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 Like the podcast is going to need captions, but you can only (laughs) do that with video. Yeah, well, that's where I watch it on on YouTube, and I the reason I do that is because you get to see his family. So it's Ozzy, Jack, Sharon, and Kelly mm-hmm. sitting around talking, and you get to see the sheer terror in the rest of the family's face every time Ozzy goes off on a tangent. <laughs> like, what is he going to say next? Most recent episode, Ozzy talks about how back in the day. He wouldn't hold it in if he was on stage. Not when I'm on st- when, when I was on stage. When, when, when I was on stage, I used to go, oh, f- piss on the stage. Just piss. Because it's wet oh. anyway, throwing water around. Oh, Lord. Thanks uh, for sharing. I remember the piss bucket in your quick change. Oh, it's, it's, no, that was more of a, a dumpy bucket. <laughs> Talk about a peek behind the, the curtain. <laughs> So he'd pee on stage, and if he had to go number two, he had a bucket in his quick change at the side of the stage. Wow. (laughs) Holy. I mean, when you're doing a lot of drugs, you know, back in the day, things go flowing through you, so I could understand, but even just peeing yourself on stage is crazy. And there's nowhere to wash your hands before you bite the head off a bat. That's just disgusting. (laughs) All the germs from that pee. And you know he's licking his (laughs) fingers after. Mm, mm, Bat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ozzy also talks about in this episode uh, whether or not he actually snorted ants. If you've seen the the Motley Crue movie The Dirt on Netflix, there's a scene where 
the crew's hanging out by the pool with Ozzy Osbourne. They talk Ozzy into snort, snorting a line of ants, yeah. live ants. Uh-huh. Ozzy swears that he did it. The rest of the family is skeptical. Sharon's like, you didn't really do He's like, oh, I was there, Sharon. And I did it. <laughs> I mean, I believe him. Why not? You know, he's done enough crazy things that that's not even out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne. He's a global treasure. When I was in study, I used to go, oh, f- just piss. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Well, the housing market in Ontario is officially slowing down. Sales aren't what they used to be, Jim. Mm, yeah. And it's really showing in the way that uh, real estate agents are having to work. Because for a while there, she was smooth sailing. Party's over, though. Uh, they're having to get creative, and in some cases, some may say too creative. There's a new trend in real estate, um, according to ads that have been popping up on my social media, Yeah, where real estate agents are creating full-blown parody song slash music videos for house listings that they have. <laughs> Here's an example, and this is catchy. It's going to get stuck in your head. Just be warned. This is a real estate agent named Scott Henderson trying to sell a bungalow in Mount Bridges, Ontario. Been looking for that something, don't know what it is. Well, I found it. It's in Mount Bridges. Been looking for that bungy bungalow. Three beds, three baths. Come on, let's go. <laughs> That's going to get stuck in my head. Looking for that bungie bungalow. <laughs> it's, a, it's a full God. video. Like he's, he's dressed in uh, his costume changes. He's wow. dan- dancing through the house, showing off the different amenities. And he wrote, like, this is a full-blown three-minute song that he's written about the house. Bungalow living is just way more fun. Basement's finished. Has a fireplace too. So many activities for you to do. Check out the yard and this patio. Ignite sprinklers, gardens, and the gazebo. If you love this incredible bungalow, call your realtor and book to show. Looking for a bungy bungalow. Yikes. I, every time I see a bungalow now, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to call it a bungy bungalow. <laughs> hey, man, whatever helps you stick out of the crowd, you know, but that sounds Kudos like... to him. He's wor- he's trying something different. He's working. It sounds like it was written by ChatGPT. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good song. I'm sorry, Scott. You're probably a great real estate agent, not a great musician. It's an attention grabber. If, if it sometimes, works, it works. Sometimes that's all you need. Sure. And again, he's putting in some effort. Instead of just waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about it. So it's like, it, it's you know, any press is good press, yeah. right? So he, He's getting added value. Added, what was added his name? Let's give him a shout out. Scotty Scott Henderson. There we Scotty go. Henderson. If you're looking for a bungie bungalow. <laughs> in Mount Bridges. In Mount Bridges. Boy, has he got one for you. <laughs> in a gazebo, dude. With a gazebo finished basement, too. Damn it. You know what? It Look works. Look at how high the ceilings are. It's a bungie, 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 bungalow. He got me. <laughs> I, I really hope this becomes a trend where people, when they're hiring a realtor, they say, well, before we sign you on to represent us, um, 
what is your vision for the music video? <laughs> and what genre of song will you be writing about our property? Yeah, they pull out a tuning harmonica <laughs> in the key of G, please. <laughs> you remember a couple of years ago when all our real estate agent had to do was put a sign on the front lawn and wait for 75 offers to roll in the next day? <laughs> Those were crazy times. Crazy times, but the party is over, as a friend of mine in real estate has said to me recently. Really? Yeah, now uh, agents are having to get creative to sell homes. And we got a message here from one of our Taz and Jim listeners. says, hey guys, this trend is not new. Luxury listing TV shows have been creating music videos for listings for a few seasons on TV. Happens a lot with the L.A. version of Million Dollar Listing. Now that you say it, I was approached by somebody. I had a, a parody song that went kind of viral like four years ago, and a, a, a local real estate agent uh, duo reached out to me and a buddy to write something for them. And and then COVID hit, so like right when we were working on something, COVID hit, but it was a f- like we were working on something funny. It was supposed to be funny. Yeah. And these songs are mostly just informational. <laughs> I do love how they work all the amenities yeah. of the home. Three, bath, four, bed, into it's the all song. in there. We've got another example here. This is from a real estate agent, Stacey Zegers, in the London area. I know her. Six bedrooms, four bathrooms, over 2,000 square feet, location, location, they all say can't be beat over half a nickel, a tax on a screen, these are a few of my Break it down. I think you want it, just buy it. I think I know this person because they were a country artist at one point. Oh, so uh, so they are background. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. This person may be have been a musician or is still a musician and a real estate agent on the side or vice versa. So that makes Which a little cool more sense. Which is cool that you can use your skills now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, your, your passion. You can yeah. bring it into your, your career. Uh, it's And it's kind of fun. Like if you buy that house, your house has a theme song. <laughs> the doorbell <laughs> plays it every, every time. time. you ring the doorbell. <laughs> Two car garages are better than just one. And there's a birthday for cleaning your bum bum. <laughs> Sold. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Devin Peacock is our sports guy. Let's start with hockey here. Dev, uh, you're a little frustrated and you don't think you're the only one with how well the Vegas Golden Knights have started off the regular season. These guys, you know, like <laughs> they come into the NHL right away. They uh, have have success. Making the playoffs, doing everything. Winning a cup. Winning a cup within five years. And uh, now they're off to the best start for a defending champion in 25 years. There is zero hangover for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm, Great headline. So, Like the movie? (laughs) Remember the movie in Las Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. With those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're going to say, hey, maybe the cup isn't leaving Las Vegas? Well, I, I, that's a good one. Like if, if I'm, <laughs> no, it's not. If I'm them, I, you know, if they're back-to-back campaigns, you know what happens in Vegas. You know what's won in Vegas stays in Vegas. You know that kind of oh, a thing. Oh yeah, that's like, a good one too. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you. Know, we should work at the newspaper, guys. <laughs> Those are three solid headlines in the sports. It's so sports easy. Column. <laughs> <laughs> so what are they doing differently then? 
let's say the Kraken. I guess the Kraken, the time will tell. But what are they doing differently than other teams that haven't been able to match that success? They well, first off, I mean, their credit to them, their draft expansion draft was just legendary. It set them up so they could uh, have a winning team. But they've also been pretty ruthless in, in acquiring guys, getting rid of guys. Yeah, if you're not doing your job, you're gone. You're gone. That goes for the coaches as well, right? Like they bring the coaches in, they get the coaches out. They've had a they've had you know a surprising number of coaches in their time for a team that's been as successful as they have been. They are ruthless, but they have a plan. They attack it, and they've executed it. So uh, begrudging uh, respect to the Vegas Golden Knights. The Taz and Jim Podcast. An honor yesterday on the Taz and Jim Show to be joined by the Trailer Park Boys. They were our celebrity judges with our Stonely Crop Championship. Kudos to everyone who sent us pictures of the plants they've been growing over the summer. Getting close to harvest time here, Jim. Mm-hmm. I think this is the week. And we had Julian, Ricky, and Bubbles all on the air with us looking at the pictures of our finalist plants, and we asked them if they were impressed. This is what they had to say. Yes, I was. I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but it looks, you know, to me, I don't know, it looks sort of... As good or better than anything I've seen Rick grow. I don't know about that. I mean, there was some Jurassic oh, Park-looking buds. There's like some massive buds. Mm-hmm. But there, there was some. There was some pretty good plants, and there was some really nice-looking buds. Yeah, well, well, sampling them. It's, yeah, the thing is, you guys should have sent us some samples, man. I mean. Is it legal to send through the mail for us, Jim? I don't know. I think so. We're, we're kind of skirting the line just talking about it on the radio from what our bosses tell us. So uh, Forget about your boss. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But if you can still bring us some, we'll gladly test all of them. Oh, I guarantee. These massive buds, but they're not good. They don't smoke mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. Right. We'll get Greg Lawson to drive some out there for you guys. How does that sound? Sounds good. He's one of my customers. Guys, it's legal in Canada. You can mail it. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Well, I just... Tell you guys everything you live. Where, you guys are in BC, aren't you? Ontario. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I even questioned the Trailer Park Boys. They would know. I looked it up here, Canada Post website. How do I sh- ship cannabis? Canadians can send cannabis to other adults of legal age. Shipments must follow federal, provincial, and municipal government regulations. Guidelines are here. Maximum weights vary based on cannabis product type. Send recreational cannabis within Canada using one of our shipping services that includes tracking. (laughs) Sounds convenient, too. Sure. And then nobody (laughs) can steal your weed. Packaging requirements. Odor-proof, tamper-proof, and leak-proof inner and outer packaging. Anonymous outer packaging without any marking or advertising that indicates what's in the package. I guess you don't want to tempt the postman. Yeah. (laughs) Walking around with his satchel, you know, he looks inside his bag. It makes you wonder how much weed is is flying around Canada right now or driving around in the back of Canada Post trucks. Probably a lot. 
Probably a lot. I wonder if more or less than when it was illegal, because that's how everybody got their illegal weed more than five years ago. They'd get that's it true. shipped in from BC, and that was like the only way you could do it. And now you can go down to the corner yeah. to the dispensary and pick some up. So you don't have to wait it? for the uh, the package to arrive. Yeah, just make sure you do not mail it to the states. All right. Well, we uh, we had our big winner, and maybe she can send some samples to the Trailer Park Boys. Mm-hmm. They, they'd love to try it. Here was the big announcement. Well, it was a tough, tough decision. Real tough. There was some really nice-looking plants and some really nice-looking buds, but I think in the end, you agree, Julian? Oh, yeah. You agree, Bob? That thing was a monster. I think so. We're going with Stephanie Holmes. Whoa! Big big purple monster. That is a purple monster. (laughs) Stephanie's purple monster (laughs) wins the trophy. We're going to get it out to you ASAP. Congratulations. Stephanie is the winner of the 2023 Taz and Jim Stonely Crop Championship.